Welcome to the Sync My Music podcast and Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year to all of you uh, who are listening to this right now. I decided that I wanted to dedicate um, one of the last, we might actually have one more, I guess, podcast before the official end of 2019, but especially since this week we're getting into crunch time for Christmas and for um, New Year's and obviously all the holiday stress that hits all of us, I wanted to make sure I dedicated um, at least one episode to some of the things that I've started to figure out on how I've been able to completely, almost like 100% reduce my stress for the holiday season. Now, I'm not promising that these tips I'm going to give you in this week's episode are going to completely eliminate all of your stress because many of you might have to travel and travel long distances and run into problems at the airport and in your car and driving with poor weather. So, okay, so this is not a... (laughs) a miracle cure for all stresses on planet Earth. But I think there's a lot of things that we can do during the holidays, especially planning for the holidays, that can just make our lives so much better, so much easier, and so much less stress. Um, And I definitely wanted to make sure that you guys are aware of the things that I do to ensure that the holidays, because I know um, I've had many holiday seasons where I got really depressed, I got really overwhelmed, really stressed out, Um, and it's usually, it's been in many seasons of my life, not the most enjoyable time of the year, but a couple of these things that I've been implementing into my life over the last year, actually a couple of years, um, have really helped me uh, in a major way, and so I want to make sure I just share them with you, and for whatever it's worth, if there's just one of these things that you think actually could help you, then take them and start using them. I think you're going to notice some incredible results moving forward. Okay, first thing. Obviously, because we have a major holiday coming up, it is a time to take a break. And I think it is a very healthy thing for us, especially as music producers and sync licensing producers, to take breaks in our career. Um, I am obviously very guilty of this. I rarely take breaks and I probably should be taking more vacations and more time off. Um, But I do love what I do. And so it doesn't always feel necessarily like I'm working. It just kind of feels like a fun Lego toy that I'm playing with and always trying to build and recreate and all that kind of stuff. So I'm always um, uh, invigorated by it. I'm always challenged in a positive way by it. And I feel rewarded by the work that I do. So I'm very fortunate that I found something that gives me that kind of satisfaction. But even with that, and even though you are on this path to make music, which is probably your your life's joy, turning that into your full-time income, it is still important and necessary, I think, uh, to take a break from that from time to time. And not just Christmas and the New Year's uh, holiday season. It's something that we should be doing um, periodically throughout the year to take a weekend off, to take at least a day off, um, whatever it is for you. I know that some of us feel we need a longer break than others, but to really just sort of reset yourself, get away from technology, go outdoors, go for a walk, go hiking, go camping, go reconnect with uh, nature. I think especially since what we do is so tech oriented um, to go 180 degrees in the other direction for just a little bit to completely reset. And no, I don't think watching a TV show about people who are living off-grid cuts it. Okay, I think you need to go out into the woods and live off-grid for maybe a day or a night uh, or a weekend. I think that's what we need to do. And obviously, be in new surroundings, kind of refresh your senses, smell new smells, see new sights, that kind of a thing. And just let your subconscious and your conscious brain um, have a complete reset and a complete refresh. I think that's just something our brains and our and our bodies and our just entire beings, uh, we need to do that from time to time. So I think it is necessary. But the other part of that is the reason why a lot of us, especially me, who, you know, I'm definitely a workaholic, uh, it's because we get this guilty feeling sometimes that starts to arise when we're taking a couple of days off and we're thinking, man, everybody else is working and or somebody else out there is doing this and maybe I should get back to work. And I know that's really hard, especially for me, and I'm, I'm trying to get better at that. But it is so important 
important that you know you do understand and recognize that it is not a bad thing to take a break and you should try not to give yourself a hard time over it you should try not to be uh imagining other people working while you're taking a break and feeling like you're falling behind or something like that i think if you can really give yourself the time off give yourself that um that permission essentially just give yourself a permission to not worry about work not worry about music not worry about sync licensing not worry about the internet or social media just not worry about any of that stuff that we obviously on a day-to-day basis are always getting wrapped up in and completely consumed by and it basically just steals all of our attention all the time it's okay just once in a while completely unplug get out of it and give yourself that permission and just know the reason why it's okay to do that is because when you come back, when you're done unplugging, when you're done camping, when you're done whatever it is that you need to do to unwind, when you come back, you're going to be much more charged. Your battery is going to be so much more powerful so that you can blow past everybody else. You can absolutely get back into your sort of beast mode where you're cranking out music left and right. You're working really hard. But if you don't take these breaks, I, I guarantee you, you're just going to constantly hit these walls, constantly hit this mo- feeling of like, what's the point? I don't want to do it. And you just, you're always in this sort of rut. And then the last thing you want to do is turn your your love and your future career of making music into another day job where you dread it and you don't want to show up to your, <laughs> basically make that commute from your bedroom to your studio. And some of you, I know your studio is in your bedroom. So, I mean, that is going to be a nightmare scenario. And I've definitely been there where I've turned my job, uh, uh, my dream job of sync licensing into another day job that I didn't like. Um, And I think it's because I wasn't surrounding myself with a community like I have here with you guys. And I also uh, just wasn't, I wasn't taking any breaks. I really was just always, always moving. Even when I would travel, even when I would take a vacation, I'd bring my laptop with me and want to work on the the vacation. I mean, it was just, you know, in some ways I'm thankful for some of that, that work ethic that I have, but there's another part of me that's like, man, it's just overload and I really need to get better at turning that off. So that's one of the things I've really been doing this year is just giving myself, whether it's just a weekend or just a Sunday or even if it's just going to be a couple of hours in the day to really give myself that sort of like, okay, you can turn it all off, emails off, phone is gone um, and I'm not going to be paying attention to any of that stuff that I think all the time I need to be paying attention to. It's so healthy for you. It's such a good thing to do, okay? Secondly, now this is the one that I think completely uh, probably did the most for reducing my stress for Christmas. And it's it's going to be obvious after I tell it to you, but I didn't think of this at all until this last year. And I just thought of it. Nobody told me to do this. This wasn't like some video I watched about how to do this. I just thought of it. So last year, immediately after Christmas... I, I was completely stressed because you guys know how that feeling when you know, okay, I got to get gifts for everybody, right? You, maybe you've got kids of, kids of your own, you've got nephews and nieces, you've got extended family, you've got all these people, friends, and you know that there's just going to be a laundry list of gifts you have to get. And then there's that added extra stress and pressure of like, I got to get them something good. What am I going to get them? And of course, these uh, panic um, uh, feelings hit right about now, like the week before Christmas or maybe a couple weeks before Christmas. And this is why it's just always a nightmare to go out and shop or to order something online. And uh, luckily, if you, well, see where I live, uh, I don't get mail directly to my house. I actually have to go to a local post office to get it. And that line to get anything that people are ordering, it goes out the door all the way to the next uh, liquor store next door. I don't want to be anywhere near that post office this time of year. So last year, 
after going through all that and, and stressing, what am I going to get? What am I going to buy? Well, you know, is this going to be good enough? Is this too cheap? You know, all those things that we go through. I decided, you know what? Screw it. This year, the week after Christmas, what I did is I went out and bought everybody's gift for this year. Now, why did I do that? Number one, everything is on sale. If you've ever walked into a store, a Target, a Walmart, or anything, after Christmas, it is ghost town. Everything's on sale. Everything's on clearance. So this includes decorations. If you want to get Christmas lights, if you want to get uh, wrapping paper, all the stuff you know you're going to need next year, buy it the week after Christmas, even the day or two after Christmas, because everything is discounted. All these stores want to just get rid of the stuff. They don't want it to go to waste. They want to just throw it away, basically. So you can go in and buy your gifts completely discounted. You can buy your decorations, wrapping paper, all that stuff, bows, buy it all the week after Christmas, okay? So do all that thinking right then and there. The holidays are over. You basically, you're not going to deal with the, the crazy traffic and all the crazy, um, you know, tra- uh, people running through the store and going nuts. So it's much calmer. It's much quieter and much cheaper. So I, what I did this year, and this is one thing that you may or may not want to do, is I know when you have a large family and there's many different people and, you know, okay, I got to get everybody a unique personalized gift. Yes, sometimes that alone is just the stress. And even if you did this after Christmas, going through and finding that for them could be still stressful. What I started finding out is I think what, at least my family and friends, a lot of them really love a lot is personalized gifts. And what I mean by that is that um, there's a lot of these online websites where you could basically take photos of you and your family or you and and that friend that you're going to give a gift for, or you can basically just customize um, with text um, something that you could buy them. So this is like, you know, mugs, like uh, it was about three months ago. Somebody gave me a mug with me and this person on the mug. And I was like, this is like the best gift ever. It's so simple. It's kind of silly, but I loved it. And it's actually one of the mugs that I drink out of every single day. And every time I reach for that mug, I think of this person and it's just awesome. It's just such a cool, thoughtful, very simple gift. And for me personally, I loved it so much. And so what I decided to do, and I did this last year, is I basically created a whole series of uh, beer uh, glasses, essentially, that have a customized um, engraving on all of them. And it's a sort of an inside joke between me and my family. And I basically bought them for everyone. I maybe shouldn't be releasing this uh, podcast because I think my family members might listen to this and know what they're getting. Sorry, guys, if you did hear it. Um, but this is one of those things where you can go to the, to an online website. If you just type it in, personalized gifts, anything like that, um, you can go online. You can upload your pictures. You can type in whatever cute little message you want to do. And then you can buy everybody's gift in one place at one time. And what I did is I went and got these gifts already wrapped. I paid for the little extra, you know, dollar or two extra. They were already wrapped by this company and so I got this huge box of everybody's gifts and this is what I'm going to be giving them this year okay as December rolled around the one thing I noticed this that little bit of fear of like oh crap it's Christmas what am I going to get that never I mean as soon as I realized it was Christmas coming up I went oh no no I got the box I got the it's all done it's already wrapped the only thing I did this year is I did grab some little bows and put it on every individual box but that stress of and it's a lot to really kind of pile on you especially at the end of the year that stress is gone because I already did my homework I already did all that stuff and I'm you better believe it I'm going to do it again this year right after Christmas I'm going to put some thought into a thoughtful gift and decide where I want to get that and it might not be the personalized thing again it might, it might go in a different direction um, but I do want to get all of my gift shopping and everything even wrapped I think you should even wrap this stuff the week after Christmas. I know you might be totally burnt out and, and stressed out, but I think if you do this now, when next year comes around, you're gonna you're gonna be thankful. We're very glad you did that. So, anyways, one little quick thing that I do. Um, 
One other thing, this is obviously uh, much easier said than done. Sometimes at the holidays, we're getting together with family members and a lot of family members tend to disagree and argue and have different points of view about everything under the sun from how to raise children to what your political beliefs are to whatever, you name it. I know that you know you can obviously get into some uh, sort of conflicts at the dinner table and when you're getting together with family and that's obviously an entire stressor in and of itself. I'm not gonna go into an entire um, you know, overview on communication or family dynamics. That's not my specialty. That's not something I could really teach anything about. But I can give you guys one little trick that really helped me throughout the years because when I have had a bit of a, I could tell there's going to be a disagreement between me and a friend or a family member or extended relative or something like that. The one thing that's always kept me uh, out of trouble and out of getting into conflicts with people is I always have given myself a permission. Well, not always, but in recent years, um, when I know that I just completely disagree with this person, they couldn't be more wrong and I know that they're wrong and you know, I even feel very passionate about whatever the topic is. While we're at these get-togethers for family, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever it is, I give myself this sort of permission that I don't have to prove them wrong and I don't have to prove myself right in front of them. Um, it sounds very simple. It sounds kind of like way too, way too easy to even point out or much too much of a, uh, it's too common sense really to even say that. But I think a lot of people don't give themselves this permission because you could be there, somebody gives them a point of view and an opinion and you 100% disagree. And you know that if you bring that up and you start going down that road, it's probably just going to make things more tense at the dinner table and it's going to probably maybe potentially spoil this great get together you guys are having. Give yourself in that moment, just remind yourself and maybe think about this podcast, it's okay to not prove them wrong and it's okay for you not to have to be right or to prove yourself right in front of the crowd. This is one situation and one instance where they can have their opinion, you can have yours and you don't have to even share your opinion that you think that they're wrong because that would be, again, you going into this sort of uh, trap where you're feeling like, well, they're wrong, I'm gonna have to prove they're wrong. I have to tell everybody why this person is wrong and I have to, like, we have to almost like um, reassure ourselves that we were right. You can, in your mind, quietly, just know you're right, right? Whatever the opinion is, whatever your point of view is, you, you know, you've done your research, you know that your opinion on this particular subject, whatever it is, political or not, you know that you have the correct point of view. And that's it. There, you don't have to go any further than that. They can have their point of view. They can, they can spout off all this ignorant stuff that you think is completely wrong, and that's okay. You don't have to prove them wrong. Um, it's a really hard, that's why I say it's much easier said than done. It's a really hard thing to do because most of us, um, and I know when I was younger, I was much more like if somebody you know, had a different opinion, I had to really make sure that they knew that uh, I disagreed with them. But once you give yourself that permission, I'm not saying that you always censor yourself and you never share your true thoughts. No, of course, there are times and places to obviously you, you should do that. It's a good thing to do. But when it comes down to, you know, if it's only a couple of hours or maybe a day or two that you're seeing a lot of these family members and you really don't want it to turn into that kind of a situation, zoom out a little bit and realize, okay, am I probably going to change their mind in a couple of hours or at dinner? Am I really going to change their, are they going to change my mind? This is not a debate platform, okay? We're not in a college situation and we're not having a debate online or something like that where we are trying to really, yeah, whatever, convince each other's point of view. And there's certainly not going to be a, you know audience of tens of thousands of people that are watching this debate and that's going to change everybody's point of view. Let's just you know keep it real. This is basically a family get together for a limited amount of time. Maybe rather than trying to prove each other wrong or prove that we're right, we just try to enjoy each other's company, right? And we don't have to get into those subjects where we might disagree on some of those. And so I know this is going to be much easier said than done. But once I started doing this with friends, with family, with anybody that I had a very 
um, uh, uh, very strongly opposing uh, opinion than them, um, it really saved me a lot of headache and heartache and stress knowing that I don't have to challenge or debate every single person that I come across that might disagree with my opinion. It's okay. As long as I feel comfortable with my opinions and I feel comfortable with my points of view, that's fine. I'm going to live my life according to my values and my principles, right? So anyways, not to be, definitely don't want to be preachy there. Don't want to come across that way. But I think this is one of these really uh, fundamental things that can really save you and save your, your family get-togethers. And of course, the point of all of this is to lower that stress so you're not completely... Um, you know, you know, it, those, those family situations where things get really tense are always the worst. So this is one of those ways you can obviously try to avoid that. Um, and last but certainly not least is taking the time to be uh, grateful for what you have. Now, I know that the human mind, this is not just because we are here in America or because we live in the society we live in. I think this is a human condition. We tend to be drawn towards, I think our brains are just tend to be drawn towards things we don't have, things that are broken, things we wish we could have, um, uh, what's not working in our lives. But I, that's where the brain is just sort of in autopilot mode. It's always thinking about that kind of stuff. I don't think it ever naturally just gravitates towards the other side, which is just, hey, be thankful for the fact that you're wearing socks. You have warm feet right now because somebody put together socks and you were able to afford socks. And it's great because if you were walking around barefoot all the time, especially outside uh, without any shoes or anything like that, you would have a very miserable life. Small, tiny, tiny. I'm talking about going to the very bare essentials of life. I'm thankful I'm breathing. I'm thankful I'm alive, right? Going down to some very core fundamentals of being thankful and being grateful for everything that you have, including if you're now on this path towards making sync licensing your full time job. Be thankful that you even are aware that this exists because I'm telling you, I've been educating producers for over three years now, and I've obviously been in this industry for 11 years. You walk down the street, any producer or any guitarist or anybody that you meet that does music, ask them if they know that sync licensing is a potential for them for full-time income. 90, probably 95% of them will go, what's, first of all, what's sync licensing? They'd have never heard of that term. Secondly, oh yeah, that's a thing where like, you know, the major artists get their placements or Hans Zimmer or some big composers are getting placements, are getting their music synced. They don't know that it's actually possible for them as average Joes like me and like you, right? So just be thankful that you're even aware that this is something that you can absolutely do. I, every single year, I'm always, especially when I meet people and they ask, you know, are you go to the dentist? I'm like, oh, what do you do? You know, always that conversation, this sort of what do you do sort of thing pops up. It always reminds me like I am so lucky and so thankful and so grateful that I found this one little niche in the world to be able to just create music full time and make it my full time job. Like that's the fact that you guys are on that path right now, even though you feel like, okay, it's a long journey. I have a lot of things I got to go for. And it, you know, it's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. And I understand like that sort of daunting journey you feel that's in front of you, but also give thanks that there is a journey in front of you. Most producers, nothing literally there is no path in front of them there's no game plan there's there's a lot of hoping and wishing and they're they're floating a bunch of balloons all over the place but it's not going anywhere they're not being lifted off the ground in any meaningful way they're just spinning in circles and trying a whole bunch of different things and hoping one of these things actually is the thing that that works for them and it, they they find obviously that it usually doesn't work out they usually hit a wall after a couple of months and realize oh, okay it was just that that was the wrong one let me go to another one but if you're listening to this podcast you probably are very grounded you probably are very realistic you're very sober about what it's going to take to succeed in this industry and you do have that clear path to know exactly what you need to do every single day every single week every single month and in every single year which is obviously persist 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 so you have the plan you have a blueprint but i know that many of you and i definitely put this out on my um 
in Sync Academy uh, just last week when I was asking, what have you accomplished in 2019 that you're proud of? And I will be putting out a video on my YouTube channel, probably be the last one I do for 2019. And I'm going to show off uh, all of those uh, accomplishments that all the members have because I was just just completely humbled by the fact that this many people have been uh, just exploding. Like their, their, their careers have really just taken off in incredible ways in this one year alone. And that was actually one of the most common comments I was getting is they couldn't believe that in one year, an entire new career could have been born for them. I think many of them thought that this was going to take years and years and years before they even got their foot in the door. But many members, within a couple of months of, of learning about sync licensing and then getting the sort of game plan in place, are now partnered directly with a music library and they're building, they're already on that path, building their catalog. And many of them have gotten their first placements this year. So this is the kind of stuff I live for. This is the reason why I put together Sync Academy, Sync Edge, my YouTube channel, this podcast. That's, those kind of stories are what drive me and what get me out of bed and what make me continue to try to provide the highest quality content and, and um, videos for you guys that I possibly can. So always remember that we have a lot to be thankful for. And I know that it's not they're not always obvious. These things are not always things that come to us every single day. But I think the holidays are definitely a time where we can take that break, take that big breath and just be really thankful for what we got in life because there are there's a lot. And if, we, if you can't think of anything, or you're having a hard time doing that, here's what I recommend. Uh, get a stopwatch or get your phone, whatever, and just do uh, a 60-second countdown. This is something I've been trying to do. I've been bad about it in the last couple months. Uh, I need to get back into it. But I try, for a while I was doing this every day, and it definitely made a massive difference in my just mentality, my mindset, for my uh, mental health. It was just really, really positive. Um, that if you just take out uh, your phone and put a stopwatch for 60 seconds, for 60 seconds, all you should do is think or say out loud, everything that you're thankful for, okay? And uh, if you are running out of things, you need to go to the bare essentials of you're thankful that you're breathing, you're thankful that you can see, you're thankful that you have a phone that has a stopwatch on it, that you have this incredible technology, you're thankful that you're you're able to even be aware that being thankful is a good thing for you to do. This is what I mean, like you will never run out of things to be thankful for. And if you can make that a sort of regular practice, just 60 seconds, I'm not asking for hours and hours of it, it's something I definitely need to do myself, but just 60 seconds, seconds it completely you'll notice like from when you start that 60 seconds to when it ends you're going to notice a massive shift in just how you're feeling just your energy levels your mindset um your 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 body like everything is just going to feel so much better just by doing this very quick quick uh simple quickle i like that quick and simple put together quick uh little thing that you can do on a daily basis and i i definitely want to do it more often it's going to be something i want to put into my daily practice every day just you know walking my dog in the morning is something that i used to do all the time is just walking uh her to the little park that's close to our house like on the way to the park that's what i would just try to be doing just thinking about what i was thankful for and uh you know again the regular mode of our brain is to not think about those things. It's like, oh, what am I? What, what could I be doing? And what, what else should I get? And oh, I need this. I need that. And this isn't working right. This is where the brain just tends to sort of um, sink down to. The sort of uh, weight of gravity kind of pulls us back down into that sort of negative space. But just for 60 seconds, try to give yourself a little bit of that positive energy and you'll see some incredible things, I think, moving forward uh, in your licensing career. So, so all of you that have subscribed, that have been listening to the podcast, that are watching my YouTube channels, that are Sync Academy members, that are Sync Edge members and Syndicate members, of course, thanks to all of you. I really am grateful for you, for your time, for your attention, for your ability to listen to what I have to say, for um, taking action on the suggestions that I put out there. That's what I really do this for, is it's one thing to be educated and understand how this industry works, but what really makes a difference is, of course, you 
getting into your sessions, getting into your DAWs, um, and actually making the, making it happen and submitting your tracks to libraries and continuously uh, delivering high quality licensable music to them so you can be the most um, um, just valuable member on their roster. When I hear these kind of stories, and I know you guys are on your are on your way to do that if you haven't done it already, that's that's what I'm thankful for is that this is actually changing people's lives. That all this stuff, all these words that I speak, all this effort that I put into all this stuff, it's actually going somewhere. It's actually going to make a difference and a lasting difference in many of your guys' lives. So I'm very thankful for that and thank you guys so much. I've actually got a couple of emails. People are telling me, Jesse, I want to get you something for Christmas. What can I get you? I don't want any gifts. I don't want anything like that. Okay. Um, I do appreciate the sentiment, of course. The best thing you can do for me if you want to give back, if you've appreciated the stuff that I've given you over the years or over the months, however long you've been following me just share my content that's all i want you guys to do if you're a part of any sort of a facebook group or a forum or any sort of a community or just in person just your friends and family in, in real life um just let them know about me let them know about my channel about this podcast about anything that you think is really valuable just share them anything that you think that i've done that's really made a difference for you that's really all i ask from you guys i think that would be the most um, um the best way for you to actually really show your gratitude back to what i've been doing is just spread the word because i know that there are other struggling musicians and producers out there that as long as they just got their hands on this very simple but fundamental information, their their lives would be completely transformed and they'd see the light of what sync licensing really can do for their career. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening for this fairly shorter uh, version of the podcast, but I hope you guys do enjoy. Please keep that feedback coming. I love hearing what you guys love about the podcast, what you want to hear more of. We've got some great, um, awesome episodes and some great guests already lined up for 2020, so I expect some incredible things moving forward. And as always, I do appreciate you guys leaving me feedback, especially on the Apple Podcast app. That's really the one that gets the most visibility for those reviews. I think we're up to about 38 or 40 reviews, so please, if you haven't left me a a review yet, I do appreciate that, and I would really appreciate if you just take a couple of minutes to do that. It'll really make sure that this um, podcast keeps growing and more and more producers do discover what we're all doing here with Sync My Music. So lower your stress. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And we'll see you guys coming forward in the next decade in the 2020s. Thank you for listening to the Sync My Music podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want me to do more episodes, all that I ask is that you leave me a review on whatever platform or app that you're listening to. It just takes a few seconds. I'll never charge for this podcast and I want to keep it 100% ad-free. And your review right now will help me do just that. Thank you so much.